We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You're going to follow me on Twitter, and it's Thursday, November 16th. We'll be taking a look at Thursday night football, the Ravens and the Bengals showdown contest on DraftKings. So hit that like button first thing in the door. Give me those thummy thumbs. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Join with me. Or uh, actually, probably, maybe it could be a good football game tonight. Ravens versus Bengals. It's Will Priester. We're so used to doing these shows. And it's Thursday night football between garbage versus garbage. And what can we play? And do you like your lineups? I think this is a little different type of slate. I think uh, I think we may actually see offense tonight. But uh, the question is, is that who scores on the Ravens? If you could get that right. You're probably going to win. Absolutely, Blender. And I, listen, I must open this show this show with a shout-out to the prop shop. Um, I think it's a guy that said – I think his name is Alf is Real. I, I think that's who made the post, Blender. And maybe I'll just, just check right now and make sure I'm getting this right. But everybody in the prop shop was like, oh, this is going to be a good game. Uh, we're super excited about it. And uh, – uh, Alf is real says final score nine to seven <laughs> and he was being funny obviously but uh, that might be the best post of the day that I've seen in there so far because you know how this goes it's, it's these primetime games I, I do think this one should have some scoring for what it's worth this one should have some scoring these these are two good football teams to say the least uh, but man if, if it's low scoring I, I'm still actually not going to be surprised it is a division game so we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, we already have stuff up here at Roto Grinders. If you're a premium member, we got the DraftKings Showdown HQ for Thursday Night Football, which includes all the information from our Sims on construction types, on captain usage, everything like that. And also, if you want to try out our new Sim Labs, I believe it is still free. 
I haven't been told otherwise. Soon it's going to be going only for premium members. So if you want to take a look at the front end and build lineups based on our simulations, you can do so today. Rotogrinders.com slash simlabs. We'll take a little look at it a little bit later. Uh, but the squad, the, the uh, total in this game is fairly healthy, right? We got a 46 total. We got a Lamar Jackson slate, right? So we got Lamar at quarterback. We got Burrow at quarterback. We got Chase there. Higgins is not going to be playing. So that'll that'll open stuff up on the Bengals side. Is this going to be the game? We have uh, the highest raw point projection on the slate is Lamar Jackson. But we've seen on these main slates the past three weeks that if you played Lamar Jackson, you'd look at the Raven scores and go, well, my lineups must have done well. And then you see that you know they scored 90 plus points and Lamar Jackson is <laughs> like two touchdowns. He projects well. I mean, I mean, outside, I mean, to me, the Ravens are a tough team because you got Andrews, you got Flowers, you got Beckham Jr., you got Bateman, you got uh, all the running backs, right? You got all of them. So you got Edwards, you got Mitchell, you got uh, Justice Hill. Like, it seems like a ton of guys can score touchdowns from the Ravens. The thing about that, this is that it's on showdown. So like if four different guys score touchdowns, like it's still possible that none of them end up in the optimal lineup anyway, because they don't score more than 10 points. And Lamar Jackson, even if he doesn't put up 20, may still be one of the six highest Ross point scoring players on the slate. Are you more or less likely to avoid, be more likely to avoid Lamar Jackson in your lineup tonight, Will? Or is it one of those Raven slates where Lamar is going to be in most of your lineups? Yeah, I mean, for me, Blender, historically and, and even not historically, I'm probably going to have to play Lamar. Like, that that's the trick. You sound, you the, sound like you, you're not thrilled about doing that. I'm not thrilled about doing it because realistically, Lamar – is going to be one of the highest owned guys on the slate at captain and in the flex. And, you know, typically blender at quarterback, we don't need both. Usually we only need one. The the problem is Lamar typically is responsible for almost all of the Ravens offense and scoring. And that that's why with Lamar, you just kind of have to play. I feel like I, I have to play him. Even though the tournament player in me says, I could probably fade him a little bit. I just, I just don't think, I don't think that's the right strategy for a team that's built around their quarterback contributing to almost all of the score. Now I know Keaton Mitchell can rattle off a big run. I know they could hand it to Gus the bus and he could rattle off, you know, a touchdown inside. Like I, I conceptually I understand that, but Lamar, in a sense, he doesn't have to score four touchdowns if Lamar has eighty yards rushing in this game and. 200 yards passing and one rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Like he just blew the slate wide open because of the rushing ability. It's just, and that's, that's why you just have to play Lamar. I think the interesting thing to me, Blender, which, which kind of caught me off guard, Lamar wasn't the most expensive person on the slate. And that was, that was a shocker for me just in general when typically he is on a showdown. Slate. Well, that the thing is, is that with the Bengals, I mean, with Higgins out, Chase's target share, yeah. is is ridiculous and it's a weird dynamic on the slate because uh baltimore's favored by three and a half at home and 
projections are more likely to favor the Bengals side with the way that the Ravens play their offense. We see here in our Showdown HQ, which you get if you're a premium member, click on that link in the description, get $10 off your first month. You'll get this uh, this content for, for every island NFL showdown. So you get Monday night football, Thursday night, Sunday night football. But if we take a look at the roster construction breakdown based on our Sims, they heavily favor the dog, right? They heavily favor like, like typically five ones with the head, with the favorite are much higher than this. We have a lot more lineups where you're plugging in two Ravens, four Bengals, one Raven, five Bengals, right? It skews a lot more towards the underdog. And I think it's more based on the dynamic that the Ravens have so many options to choose from that playing a lineup where you're stacking, let's say Lamar Jackson with four other guys or three other guys. It's quite possible. None of the other guys get there, even though Lamar gets there on the Bengals side of the ball on the Bengals side of the ball. It's so much more straightforward. I mean, obviously Burrow has, I mean, he can scramble, but he's not a rushing quarterback. We have Higgins out. So Chase's target share is high. Then you got Boyd at 6,800. You got Trent Irwin at 4,400. You got all their tight ends, and they rotate around, and they're fairly cheap. You got Joe Mixon at 9,600, and he's more of a bell cow running back. I mean, they'll mix in other guys every so often, like Travion Williams or Chris Evans or something like that. Just that the Bengals' offense is so much more condensed than the Ravens' offense that from at least a raw point perspective and a point per dollar perspective, you end up getting like if I just ran our current optimal, like you get Lamar in the captain spot and you get Irwin Boyd Burrow, you basically get the entire Bengals kind of passing attack. Exactly. Some cheap Nelson Aguilar or something in there that I think tonight, I mean, it's going to be, they're going to be, po- these constructions are going to be popular. But it's going to be much more likely that you're plugging in four Bengals into your lineups more than the Ravens. The question is, is that if you do that, are you more likely to play a chase at captain or a burrow at captain? And I'm leaning more towards burrow at captain than chase, because if I'm already playing a multiple other Bengals, if those guys get there, I think it's more likely that Burrow is the is the winning captain than Chase would be. Yeah, and I think I think in, in this case, Blender, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, in terms of how I'm interpreting what you're saying today is Burrow throws for, as an example, four touchdowns. Chase catches one, Boyd catches one, Irwin catches one, Irv Smith catches one. And while Jamar Chase may have eight catches for 80 yards and a touchdown, Joe Burrow just blew the slate wide open to everybody. Yeah, but and even, even, even will, even if he has eight catches for 140 yards and a touchdown, I mean, he gets the bonus there, but when Burrow has 303, right. Like, right, right. He's correlated with everyone else in your lineup. So like, I, I'm looking more towards, I mean, we'll run some Sims and see, and see what, what it looks like. But I mean, I'm taking a look at this, like we could look on Showdown HQ, which is our like output version of it. Mm-hmm. So it still shows that you know Chase has a positive expected value in the captain spot. So does Boyd. So does Burrow. So does Mick. It's like it's all it's all these Bengals. 
Andrews is lower. Yeah. Flowers is lower, right? And we take a look at flex usage, right? It's less likely in flex than anything else. I mean, yeah. Think- on the Beng- on the Bengal side, is it doesn't se- does it seem like to me? I mean, I'm talking about the Bengals passing game, but maybe it's Mixon that gets squeezed of all of these people. Like, if we take a look at just on the ownership, I mean, we have like Zay Flowers that may be higher on than Joe Mixon because Joe Mixon's 9,600. I I think sneaky, the sneaky construction, if you want to build four Ravens, is to play Joe Mixon and the captain because if so many people are going to be playing these these passing pieces for the Bengals, how do those guys fail? Or don't live up to expectation. Doesn't mean they fail, fail. Yeah. Well, it's with Mixon getting to, you know, falling in the end zone twice. And then the Ravens have to actually throw the ball and you have multiple pieces on the Ravens on the other side. I'm going to say this, Blender. I think what you shared just now, that's my... Uh, I'm going to call it my JM to win retro moment, right? J- I- I've said this a thousand times because it really impacted my tournament playing over the years when I was a lot younger or newer, as I would say, when I was you know trying to learn and grow. JM always said, have the imagination to basically paint a different outcome than what everybody else is telling you, right? And I'm mm-hmm. saying that because if, if you're now saying or, or going with the notion that, hey, Joe Mixon has this somewhat nuclear game where he falls in the end zone twice, maybe he still only rushes for 50, 60 yards, but then he also has two or three catches blended for 18 yards, right? Well, think about that. If he's got 60 yards rushing, two touchdowns, that's 18, plus two, two let's say three catches, that's 21, plus the other yards. He's now up to 22, 23 fantasy points. DraftKings scoring, by the way. And he's cheaper than most of these other pieces. Most of the other bigger pieces like Burrow, Jackson, Chase is what I'm saying. The big three, right? And then you say, well, perhaps the Bengals are ahead and Lamar Jackson has to do all the throwing. And you build it that way. That That's totally against the field now. But it's still the, a, a, a quality thought process, a quality build. And with two good football teams, I think for me, uh, Blender, that's the way I want to approach this slate tonight. With that type of mentality where you look at all these good pieces, you say, well, this this is the story I'm going to tell myself for this game. And not that you build every lineup like that, but Blender, once again, we could build two or three Joe Mixon captain lineups on this slate and get it right. And our other 20, okay, so what? Like as long as we get the, the nuts in one lineup, that's all we're looking for. I, I love that strategy tonight, and uh, especially with my not uncomfortability, but not necessarily wanting to go all in on Lamar. I think that's a great way to still get Lamar exposure, but build with a different thought process in mind. Love that call. Right. Look at this 50K lineup. Mixing a captain, Irwin and Boyd, and then you play Jackson, Bateman, and Andrews. Yeah. You're, you're basically not playing Burrow or Chase. And right. if that connection fails, I mean this this seems right. like a like a lineup that I mean you can build these types of lineups. Don't be don't be stuck on you gotta play Burrow, Jackson, Chase and like in your in your top spot. And yeah. I'm gonna assume that the Sims kind of pointed out. I'm gonna run this 
Uh, well, well, and while you're doing that, Blender, I want to plug in something from Sunday when me and TJ were on that show. We looked okay. at the slate, right? While you're running that, it's the same thing as today, Blender, just a different. We're kind of flipping it. We looked at the slate, and we said it looks like everybody wants to go all in on Jacobs and Brees Hall at the captain, right? And we're sitting here, and I'm saying, no, I think I want to build with Garrett Wilson at the captain, right? And Blender, if, if you watch that show, we didn't do anything spectacular. We literally just said we're going to get off of this, this massive running back captain exposure. We went in with Garrett Wilson, and then Blender, we built with some of the running backs, one of the quarterbacks, and, and we knew the kickers were going to play a factor in that game on, on Sunday night. My, my point is this, Blender. We didn't do anything too outside of the ordinary. And if you look at the winning lineup from Sunday, it was Garrett Wilson, captain, one of the quarterbacks, both kickers, one of the running backs, and a cheap receiver or something. like. So, so you didn't have to go way off the reservation to win. You just had to think of a slightly different lineup construction. And that showdown at its finest – and I'm saying that to just support what you're talking about. Like, I don't I don't want people to overlook the fact that Joe Mixon at the captain tonight is going to be so much more different than what everybody else is going to be doing. Okay, so I'm using Sim Labs, and I'm doing this just for research. I'm just looking for large, like, I want to compare for large field contests. I want a very wide results range, which means I'm going to get a lot of wide variety of lineups. We even with like Drew samples in it and stuff like that. Uh, I'm purposely in the advanced section. If I can click over. Prioritizing basically, I just want our simulations. So game play-by-play simulations. And I want to focus on that and optimal rates. So like these rates that we have right here, right? That's what ownership means. It doesn't mean high-owned. It just means... Who's more likely to be in the optimal lineup, right? The top, like Lamar Jackson, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. It's going to focus more on these players. The lineups may actually be low-owned in combination, but it's going to focus more on these players than on ones that have very little, very, very low optimal rates, right? And when you use Sim Labs, I want, I want to make it clear because people get this perception that this is an objective source. Sim Labs doesn't give you bad lineups, okay? There's no such thing as this lineup is good and this lineup is bad in Sim Labs. It's only good or bad in relation to how you weight things. So understand that when you're using Sim Labs for Showdown, let's say, same thing for Main Slate, we have already simulated everything out, Right, this is a lineup generation tool. This makes it easier for you than using Lineup HQ. Lineup HQ, it's dumb. It's just a linear solver. It's going to do whatever you tell it to do, and if it gives you bad lineups, that's your problem, right? SimLabs already takes care of all of that balance. The leverage, the correlation, the projection, it's already in there. And we've already simulated everything out for all these contest sizes. So, let's say there's a grand total of 50,000 lineups that you could play. Right. I don't know the exact number, but let's just say in a showdown, there's 50,000 combinations. There's only like maybe 5,000 that are potentially plus EV. Those other 45,000 lineups, you can't get them. Okay. So picture like we've already made it. So here's your 5,000 lineups. 
that could possibly, I'm just making up numbers. This is just understand the concept. Here's 5,000 lineups that are all competitive. Some may be higher EV than others. That's for you to judge. But here's 5,000 lineups that if you were to play any, if you were to randomly take 20 of these, you're probably you're, you're fine. Now, they all have different outcome types. So some may have one that the, this lineup may have a 12% ROI, but it relies on the on the chances that the Ravens blow out the Bengals. This other one has a 12% ROI, and it relies on realizing its, its ROI by when the Bengals blow out the Ravens. And then you get everything in between. But if you ran it out a million times, all these lineups are, are close to equal to each other. So the only thing that you have to do is decide which ones you want to choose. So when you go into Sim Labs, like any weights that you put on, it's like out of these 5,000 lineups, any of them are fine. What do you prioritize more? Do you want lineups that are heavily correlated? Do you want lineups that you don't care about correlation? Because there's all different types. This A heavily correlated lineup could have the same ROI as this lineup that has almost no correlation. It looks completely weird. But the mm-hmm. way that it gets there probabilistically is about the same way that the way that this lineup gets to your probabilistic. And, and can I interject here, Blender, for one second? So you have to understand, too, guys, that, you know, what's behind this and what we're doing. If, if any of you were Fantasy Labs users back in the day, right, if you had Fantasy Labs, if if, if it's NBA, golf, foot, uh, MLB, NFL, that matter, there were these sliders, right? And there were, and there were these weights. And you could say, like, for me in MLB – I weighted strikeout rate of opponent and strikeout weight of the pitcher a little bit more heavier in my in my particular model that I created. And so my results were probably going to, in terms of how they ranked the pitchers, was going to be different than your results if you weighted a, a certain way. And so for Blender, for you, and same thing with Golf Blender in, in Fantasy Labs, you might weight something different this week than you do this week because you read Noto's article and he said, hey, T to green is going to be better this week then strokes game approach. And so you go in and you change your weights to fit kind of the, 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 the course for that week. And then it's going to rank these golfers in a different, a different way. And so I think in terms of how, in terms of sim labs, in my opinion, it's a similar thing where like you're talking about waiting, you're going to say, well, I like, I'm going to wait this a little bit higher this week. So my group of 150, if we just went 150, maybe slightly different than yours, but the common denominator is all the lineups are good. All of them. Back to you, my friend. Right. So, like, if we take a look and, like, based on my weights over here, this lineup sim lab rating is 95.47. It's quite possible that you could look at this lineup and you weight things way differently, and the rating of this lineup would be 72. Right? Correct. When you run it with, your like, with whatever – Understand that any lineup that comes out of Sim Labs is going to be a competitive, profitable lineup in the long run, in concept, theoretically, right? So it's not a matter of like, well, what's the right weightings? There is no, like, literally, I, this is this is one of the most important parts of using this tool. If you were to change the weighting and run 150 on every single weighting, every single setting, every single thing. And each time randomly selected a randomly selected 150 lineups or 20 lineups or one lineup and you played today's slate out a million times, you would end up with about the same amount of money at the end. I could close my eyes 
and select any lineup out of this that I want, and it's a it's a prof and it's a theoretically profitable lineup. Okay, so people in in our Discord, well, what's good for today? What like it's whatever you want to be good. It would, like we've already weeded out the bad lineup, so now you're just selecting. Like imagine having a a jar of of of, of jelly beans, right? It's all blue jelly beans, right? 50,000 blue jelly, uh, 45,000 blue jelly beans and 5,000 red jelly beans. Lineup HQ is, well, feel free to use the settings you want in order to find those red jelly beans. Those are those profitable lineups. You have to kind of piece it together. Should it be more correlated? Should it be this? Should every, all those balances you have to do yourself. Simlabs does yeah. that for you. So that's the, the equivalent of instead of us giving you, here's a tool that you can make any of the 50,000 lineups you want. Good luck finding the 5,000 that are that are actually good. We've taken out all of the red marbles, all the red jelly beans, and put them into another basket. And go, here's all of them. Feel, grab a handful. It's like it does, they're all they're all they're all they're all red jelly beans. Like have fun. If you like, oh well, I like the ones that are a little bit more oval. I like the ones that are a little bit more certain. Feel free, go, go. Feel free to do do whatever the hell you want with that. So that's that's the usage of this tool. Okay. If you approach with the mindset that you're not gonna you're not getting bad lineups, it's just what types of now they're subgenres of all the different types of profitable lineups, and you get some of them that are like like Lamar Jackson, Zay Flowers, Bateman Aguilar, and like basically the the Ravens passing game, and then you'll get ones that are like like. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, they'll have Justice Hill. You have Keaton Mitchell in here. You'll get you'll find very similar types of things. Here's one with Jamar Chase at captain and then five Ravens which includes the defense. Like, this is just as viable as this lineup right next to it. I mean, look at the right. differences between these two lineups. You couldn't get any more different, practically. Right? One is just, yeah. oh, Chase is the highest scorer, and then no one else on the Bengals gets there, and the defense does well. And this one is like, okay, here's a super passing stack for the Bengals. Right? You yeah, get one. Here's Keaton Mitchell. Here's, look, here's a passing stack. Here's the two defenses. Keaton Mitchell, Mixon, Burrow, and Chase. And you'd be like, but the type of game that this lineup does well in is like totally different than the lineup. That's right. But the probability of both lineups is about similar to each other. And here's the thing too for me, Blender, that that I also like about about Sim Labs. Um, For a guy like me, 
especially in showdown, when I feel like a guy is optimal but not good enough to be captain, I can absolutely still lock him in and say, hey, I, I want 100% of this guy in the flex, right? And then I'll, it'll spit out every good lineup built around that one person. So let's say tonight, Blender, for me, that person is Tyler Boyd, where I say, hey, Tyler Boyd might not, and I'm not saying this actually, I'm just saying theoretically, Tyler Boyd doesn't feel like the captain to me, but he does feel like he needs to be in every lineup. I can literally go in, 100% Tyler Boyd, rerun it, and get every single build around him, and all will be quality letters. And that's something else that I think you know people need to understand. Like you can, those are some of your tweaks that you can put into the uh the system and then let it do all the other work for you as well. So it's it's still a there's still things you can do to get to where you want to go in terms of how you may think the, the game's going to go or, or whatever. Like Right, and you just, only want to select the lineups that go with that. Yeah. You could, like, like Defix says in the chat, it's like, well, they're all plus EV lineups. So you still have to think through diversification. Diversification isn't a strategy. It's a matter of I'm playing 20 lineups. Do I want to play all? You can play 20 lineups as if the Bengals blow out the Ravens. And find, but the thing is, you want to find the lineups that go along with that through Simlabs, because Simlabs ain't going to give you bad lineups. So it's like, oh, I want to X out Lamar Jackson. I'm going to X. I'm going to. I'm going to find lineups that fit that story and play twenty of them. Now, if the Bengals don't blow out the Ravens, you're going to lose pretty much all twenty of your lineups, which is fine. But if you want to diversify and you're like, okay, I'm going to find. I'm going to build lineups that are five lineups in Simlabs that benefit from the Ravens blowing out the Bengals and I'll play two of those and I'm going to find two that the other way around I'm going to find I'm going to find four double defense lineups just find like instead of trying to build double defense lineups yourself why don't you just go into sim labs and go let me just find double a double defense lineup that based on our simulations actually does make sense and is plus EV that's the that's the purpose of the tool. It doesn't, you don't start from who's in the lineup. It's like, no, here are the lineups. Find the ones that you want to play and we'll take care of the rest. We'll make sure that your duplication is not, you know, it's already factored in. Your leverage is already factored in. Your projections already, it's all factored in already. Okay. So bacon 23 says, is there any point to use this and then put into my theory of DFS portfolio trimmer? No, the purpose of the portfolio trimmer in the theory of DFS tools, which you can get at theoryofdfs.com, is using ownership sum as a blunt way of trying to find balance after using lineup HQ. Simlabs, if you are using the Roto Grinders projections and ownership, already do that for you. If you're not using the Roto Grinders ownership and projections, if you're like, I don't trust you guys, I'm going to change someone's projection to, I want to change, I'm if you're going in going, I'm going to bump down Lamar Jackson to 18. I'm going to bump Tyler Boyd up to 15. Like, dude, those numbers aren't in Simlabs. Only these numbers are in Simlabs. So if you're using some other source of projections and ownership, like Simlabs doesn't reflect that or only reflects the Roto-Grinders projections and ownership. So that would be a time where you'd use a more blunt method of using the Theory DFS portfolio trimmer. But if you're... If you're a premium member here at Roto-Grinders and you trust our models, you trust our simulations, 
This is the front end to use. I build my lineups now using Simlabs primarily, looking through looking through here, rather than hacking together stuff in lineup HQ. But of course, maybe if I see a, let's say a player, Will, like we were talking about before, if it's like Joe Mixon, 31% owned, let's just say I think he's going to be lower owned than that in the flex or in the captain. Let's just say, look at the captain. Seven, we have him at 7.66% owned in the captain. Let's say I personally think the field is going to play him less than the captain. Okay. Now, if he's going to be played less than the captain, that means other guys are going to be played more in the captain. Maybe now, because of that, I'm going to go through and find the Joe Mixon lineups that I want to play. But I realize that Sim Labs is acting as if, if Joe Mixon is 7% owned. I'm thinking he's three. Which means because Simlabs thinks he's seven, it's going to add a little bit more leverage, right? Because it's going, oh, you're playing a higher own captain. So we have to jam in like some lower own players in there. But I know, or I think Joe Mixon would be lower owned, which means maybe I'm looking for Joe Mixon lineups that aren't as low owned because I'm I'm thinking that the leverage is, is better on Joe Mixon. So maybe I'm not going to find the lineups you know, it's going to tell me to play Isaiah Likely or something in a lineup or Drew Sample. And I'm like, nope, I think Mixon gives me enough leverage as it is because I think he's going to be lower owned. And I skip those lineups and play lineups that look like they're going to be actually higher owned. Right? So you could even yeah. do that with Sim Labs, like, and go through and go, oh, I think I can play this lineup. You know, do I have to play Joe Justice Hill? Like, if I sort right now by Mixon Captain lineups right here, and what we just built. Let's click on that. Right? So if I go through, I may go, I think Joe Mixon is lower than 7% owned in the captain. So do I have to play Justin Justice Hill? No. So screw it. So I won't play that. Then I take a look at this. I go Evan McPherson. I go, oh, this, this lineup has 50K salary and uses, you know, Evan McPherson. It's like, maybe I can use that because I think he's going to be lower owned here. Right? I, I, I go through these lineups. And I go, I don't want to play. I don't want to, I don't want to play. Do I have to play Travion Williams in a Joe Mixon captain? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Now, if you think Joe Mixon is going to, let's say for whatever reason, you think Joe Mixon is going to be 20% on in the captain. He's not. But let's just say, what does that mean? Well, Sim Labs is treating him at a 7%, which means based on your assessment of how owned Joe Mixon is going to be, some of these lineups aren't low owned enough. So. You have to now go and go, okay, well, now I need to find really low-owned shit, right? To make up for the fact that I think Mixon is higher-owned. So you can even bluntly use Simlabs in that regard of, well, this guy's higher-owned, this guy's lower-owned, and find your lineups there. This is the, this this is the best way for those that don't have a good methodology of balancing projection, correlation, and leverage to just find the full lineups. Remember, Will, lineups, not players. Absolutely. You're, look, you're looking at line. You're not looking at players. You're looking at lineups. You're going, okay, I like that lineup. And you could go through and you could run multiple sets. You could run as many as you want, different size fields, different results ranges, different weightings. You could run 20 of each captain and go, I'm going to pick a couple of lineups out of this. And you could save them to your saves lineup section. Then once you're, you know, you let's say you're playing 40 lineups. It's like you're at 40. There you go. 
You picked out the lineups. That's it. I know I, I've been I've been doing these tutorials on Sim Labs, but I think it's very beneficial because a lot of people are not necessarily understanding exactly what this tool does. And they're yeah. trying to treat it like it's lineup HQ when it's not. Right, right, correct. And I think that's why I went back to kind of the old school days talking about fantasy labs in terms of how it worked. Because if 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 you understood that or if anybody's used fantasy, like you should be perfectly fine with sim labs. Um, at least, you know, getting started. And, and of course, watch the tutorial from Blender and other people and and kind of, kind of hop in and do your thing. The, the other thing, too, once again, for, for Showdown specifically, like this is the ultimate tool, I think, Blender. Now, of course, for NBA, where things are just, God, all over the place, you're going to need Lineup HQ for now. Um, if, if, if they figure out SimLabs for NBA, they need a Nobel Peace Prize. For that. Yeah, they're working on it. Jamino's working on it. No, that's gonna I come know. Out FanDuel. We're also going to come out with FanDuel. They're working. I mean, this is that's why it's in beta. That's no, why it's no. only available for DraftKings main slates and captains, right? Defix yeah. says it says it perfectly in the chat. It's much more enjoyable to have good lineups to choose from and then use your, you know, do you like this these guys' mentality than the other way around, right? Yeah. So look through and go. If you don't want to play Justin Sill, just don't select the Justin Sill lineup. Any lineup, yeah. that, that all these lineups are fine. So you can just go through and go. You <laughs> you can use the exclude players function and go. I'm not playing Gus Edwards. I'm yeah. not playing the distant guy in the captain. He'll go. Okay, well then we're just not going to show you those. Yeah, exactly. Perfectly fine exactly. to do that, and then find the ones that fit what you want to do and select those. Yep, and that's the. Once again, that's that's the beauty of of Sim Labs, and for Showdown specifically, Blender. Right now, this is to me, and you know, obviously, I, I work for the company, built the company a long time. This is the premier access point for for Showdown right now in terms of building lineups, because because you do have all those other options. It's not like we're just giving you the lineups and you have to play them, right? Like you can make tweaks. Like that's the thing too. Like. Tweaks can be made to to what you're trying to do. You know, you can still go in, like I said, and say, hey, I want Tyler Boyd 100% of the flex. I want Lamar, you know, 40% of the captain and, and Chase 40% and Burl. You can still do all that, and it's going to give you exactly, excuse me, the best lineups that are going to fit, fit to that. Yeah, fit And also, Will, what it, what, it, what it will also do? Is it won't give you the line like if you put in stuff where it's not a profitable lineup, it will we won't give you that. Right. <laughs> like so like imagine imagine it's not gonna show you a lineup that leaves forty thousand on the table and has like Drew Sample and the captain, right? Like like right. you're gonna play all the eight hundred dollars. Like it's never gonna give you that. Lineup HQ could technically at some point give you that type of lineup right. based on how much constraints you put in. It can't give you that lineup. So if you put in, let's say you put in some weird thing, I want to play. Defense in the captain and kicker captain with no Lamar, no Burrow, and leave seventeen thousand on the table. You may press the button, and you know what happens? You get back zero lineups. And then if you go, well, I want to play that type of lineup. It's like, well, then go to lineup HQ and build that lineup. But Sim Labs is essentially telling you that lineup sucks, right? What you're trying to do sucks, right? Or you're putting in like I want these two players and those three players and this thing like that, and you get like three lineups back. 
and you're like, well, I don't like any of these three lineups. Well, we're telling you that those are the only three lineups that can fit to your 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 whatever requirement that actually is plus EV. If you want to do anything different from that, well, that's not what Simulabs is for. We're, we're telling you based on the simulations, that's these are the only lineups that kind of fit that 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 we have in our set of plus EV lineups. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. 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 Uh, another thing tonight, Will. Props and pick them. You mentioned the prop shop before. People could join that rotogrinders.com slash discord, right? I know, I know it's it's a lot to take in when you first when you first get there. <laughs> yeah, listen, props and pick them. It's I, I'm not I, I will have some exposure to this this game, obviously. Um for me, I, I do like Lamar Jackson rushing quite a bit tonight. Um he's at 43 and a half. Uh, he has been uh, a lot, a lot higher than that. Some slates, a little lower than that. Some slates, but at forty-three and a half, that that's that's one of my top options tonight. Uh, for those of you that um, utilize the blitz or have have a blitz subscription, like you can go and just you can go there and check and see what the blitz has for him tonight. I will tell you, the blitz does have him for fifty-eight, so that's a pretty good differential for me in my book when when. You know, the sites have them around 43 and a half. Um, so that, that's just something I check just to just to see and ha- have a nice reference point. Um, you know, another one that I like that I put a video. I do like Patrick Queen more than seven and a half tackles, um, especially when I know that Joe Burrow gets used like a bell cow. Typically, typically running backs create a few few more tackles for for linebackers. Uh, Queen is, you know been over seven and a half tackles in over 60% of his games this season. Uh, so that's, that's something else. That's, that's one that I'm looking at. And then for me, blender, uh, the, the Ravens do have some defensive players out. And um, so, so one of their best cornerbacks is going to be out tonight. So I am going to be a lot higher on the Bengals passing game because I do think that's a factor. So that's that's one of those things where I'm personally saying, okay, if a couple of these, you know, we've got Marlon Humphrey out of the game who typically would have been shadowing Chase. Chase is not going to have that same type of elite level coverage. Maybe they bracket him. Maybe they do some other creative things. But even if they do that, that's still going to leave spots for Tyler Boyd. It's still going to leave spots for Irwin. Still going to leave spots for Irv Smith. So I like – um I like those. I, I like that ideology in terms of even how I'm going to attack props tonight. Obviously, I'm still going to, you know, check the odds. I'm going to reference the projections and just, you know, get a feel. But I, I do like this passing game for the Bengals quite a bit tonight. So Burrow, Boyd, Chase, Irv Smith. I think Irv Smith is at one and a half receptions. That, that's one that I feel like I, I'll, I'll take a stab at um, in, in a game where I think they're going to be passing the ball a little bit. If you want to get our props and pick them package, you can get that as a premium member as well as standalone. We also got basketball tonight. Sometimes, you know, you see that the free, the free pick, we have a prop model. I use our NBA projections. I use our NHL projections. Uh, Charlie Wright has the Kyle Lowry over 12 and a half points and assists at minus 122. Uh, I, I believe, I believe I, I already put in, I have Lowry's PRA. So I think I have it all. Yeah, he was down to 16 and a half today, which was absurd. But it's basically had three fouls in the first quarter, and that pretty much killed him the last game. Lowry basically cost me 825 next to the last game. Doesn't matter. 
now the books have dropped him, right, because of that performance, because they're just basically right now going with an average. And now the average is all skewed because he only had, I think, I don't know, four or five PRA in the last game. And so now we get him at 16 and a half, which is very advantageous for us. Uh, Blender, even if you, gosh, man, we have so many tools for you. But for those of you that are in our premium projections, we've got the stat, uh, stat level projections as well that you can go and look at and just get a nice reference. Blender, for Kyle Lowry today in terms of PRA, our projections have him at 20 and a half. So it's, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of a no-brainer. Uh, points and assists, we've got him at 15. I think you take them all, Blender, as you've said. Kyle Lowry is a good proposition today, whether he hits or not. This is a good spot with no Tyler Hero in the building. Right. I I've t- I think I've taken I've taken his I took his assists, his rebounds, and his PRA. I don't think I I don't think I took his points over. Whatever number and price is there wasn't wasn't good enough for me. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't PRA know where I mean. Really I, I, good today. Right. But you can see all of our expert picks on the props and pick and package. Right, you could see our props. We have a props tool, a pick'em tool that imports basically all of those projections. We have a Chrome extension that, if you're using Prize Picks and Underdog, it will overlay our stat level projections over the boxes and over everything. So you yeah. can just scroll and see which ones. Do you know this one's too low? This one's too high? And feel free to to yeah. make your cards there, and then uh, then share them and talk about them in the in Chiefs Prop Shop rotogrinders.com slash discord join there you can join my channel also if you want to talk to me anytime that's the place to go right blenders game theory if you're a premium member at rotogrinders and you can do that by clicking on the link in the description uh, you get ten dollars off your first month uh well let me say yes. this one last thing before you close out i can't stress enough especially for nba and hockey like especially this pick them tool is gold um, especially blenders, you're going throughout the day. It's even though I've and I've I, obviously I've got the Chrome extension as well. But what the Pick'em tool does is it's going to give you things that are that you should be playing right away, like in one spot. You just pull it up. It says, okay, this, 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 okay. You type it in. You plug it in. I I found Blender, especially in the fantasy points arena right now. The, the fantasy points projections have just been off. On, on the pick'em sites, like they they they've just been off, right? Like for, for, for some instance, of them, some of them have taken them down. Well, have you seen some of them actually aren't putting as many up as they used to? Right. So, and I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna give people a handful of them. Like Jalen Suggs, Blender started the season I think at 19 and a half fantasy points. He's been up to like 21, 22. Jalen Suggs has been somewhere between 25 and 30 most nights, and last night he was up to 20. Two and a half, 23 and a half. Our, our sheet is our, our pick them tool is still telling us, hey, we need to be taking advantage of that. Finish with, I think, around 24, 25, somewhere between 24 and 27. It doesn't matter. But the fantasy points, they, they've been way off so far. That, that will normalize, but I did want to point that out for people that our projections right now are going to be very advantageous versus the pick them site until they get a few more weeks probably under their belt. Um, so, so once again, like like Clay Thompson the other night, Linda, and guess what? He failed that night. Clay Thompson was at 23 fantasy points. Now, hear me out. He didn't get it that night, but he's playing on a back-to-back. The next night he's at 24. Guess what? He put up 28 fantasy points. So the other thing I want to stress is 
if a play misses one night, it's okay. That doesn't mean the projection wasn't great. Just go right back to it the next time, especially if they miss. They're not going to bump it five fantasy points because it missed. It's going to stay relatively the same. So anyway, I'll shut up, Glenn, and let you close this out, but did want to point that out. Fantasy points have been really, really good, along with everything else, but I just wanted to point that out specifically. Uh, what else do you got going this week content-wise for, for NFL and everything? Uh, so I have the I have my owner's box short out. I have the owner's box article out tomorrow. I'll be on the Blitz show. I'll be putting out some stuff for Stat Hero. Stat Hero has their beat the CEO contest going. So I have some stuff out for that. Um, and then, you know, of course, Sunday showdown, myself and TJ, I think, will be on for Sunday showdown. If you caught last Sunday showdown, you should have made tons of money because we pretty much gave you the nuts on the show. And so hopefully we can do that uh, again this week. We'll have more showdown content tonight for premium members. We got uh, Noto stuff. We got we got tons of NFL stuff tomorrow. We got uh, Squirrel Patrol beyond with me, talking about game stacks, team stacks for the Week Eleven DFS strategy for DraftKings. Uh, so check all of that out. Prize picks, underdog props. We got all the models. We got all the statistical projections. We got a big HL slate tonight. We got. We got crunch time for NBA. There's only two games tonight, but there's still a two-game slate. We got college football. We got college football projections. I'll be I'll be hammering those college football projections tomorrow. I'm hammering the, the NFL projections today. So, so be on top of it. Get all the information. Click on that link in the description. Become a premium member. Access our premium Discord. Rotogrinders.com slash premium. $10 off your first month. And, uh, and hit that like button on your way out the door. If you're not going to pay, at least pay with a like. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell to always know when we go live on the channel. I'll see you tomorrow. So I'm always here weekdays, 11 o'clock in the morning, talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy, Props and Pick'em on Roto-Grinders today. 